Welcome to GlendaleCC.org and to the Glendale Christian KY podcast on iTunes, and thank you for being here. This week we hear a special message from Brother Mike Bell on the importance of listening when God speaks. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you learn and enjoy. Well, the real preacher's gone, so uh, you're stuck today. Sorry about your luck. I, uh, I, I visited your all's house about a month ago when the football game was on. And, and I sneaked around about every one of your houses. And while I was there, I overheard a conversation that I wanted to share with you. Uh, you men were watching the football game. The wife came in, and she's talking to you. And uh, I heard the conversation went something like this. Honey... I had to call the plumber. You see, there was a leak behind the water heater, and it flooded the basement. And he says, uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, she said it was pretty bad that it shorted out, and Pumpkin got electrocuted, and we've taken Pumpkin to the vet, and he'll be there for several weeks, but uh, the vet said that he'll be all right. Okay, uh, uh. Can you be quiet just a moment? Uh, it's third down, and they're about ready to score. Can, can you just wait? Well, uh, the, the vet says pumpkin will be okay. Do you mind getting me a Diet Coke? Well, I tell you, the plumber came, and the plumber said that he's glad the pipe broke, but he can fix it. And uh, the damage to the basement, we'll have to have somebody else come in and restore it and fix it. I ask you to get me a Diet Coke. Do you mind getting me a Diet Coke? Daggone it, they scored. Aren't you listening to me? I said I want a Diet Coke. Well, honey, the plumber said he was glad you had that leak because, uh, well... He can make enough money now to go on a vacation that he'd been planning, and he and I are leaving in the morning to go to Acapulco. I'm leaving him. I ask you for a Diet Coke. Never does anybody in this house listen to me. I tell you, nobody listens to me. That was a conversation I heard at your house. It might not have been those exact words that I heard at your house, but that's a conversation that I heard. Nobody listens to me. The scripture we're going to read here in a moment is about Jesus in uh, Bethany. He had come to Jerusalem. It's the last week before he dies. And he comes to Jerusalem, and uh, he, he, he's in Jerusalem, and uh, he goes down to Bethany. He is taught in the temple. He has done many things in the temple. And uh, so he goes down to Bethany. And while he's at Bethany, we hear these words. Now, there were some Greeks among those who went up to worship at the festival. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, with a request. Sir, we would like to see Jesus. And Jesus, or Philip went to tell Andrew, and Andrew, Philip, in turn, told Jesus. Now, the Greeks went to uh, 
Philip because the word Philip is a Greek name. And being from Bethsaida, that is a Greek community. So it was very evident they sought out the one that they knew and that they could talk to. And so we find that the Greeks went, that's the reason they went to him, excuse me. And Jesus replied, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Verily, truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it will produce many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whosoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant also will be. My Father will honor the one who serves me. Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. No, it was for this very reason that I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Now listen. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. And the crowd that was there heard it. Said, it had thundered. Others said, an angel had spoken to him. Jesus said, this voice was for your benefit, not mine. Now is the time for judgment on this world. Now the prince of this world will be driven out. And I, when I'm lifted up from earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to show the kind of death he was going to die. I want you to get the picture. We're, we're in Jerusalem. We're in the town of Bethany, just a few miles south of the city of Jerusalem. This is the Passover feast. And in the Passover feast, millions of people come, maybe two, three million people. Josephus, the great historian, said that at least two million people came to Jerusalem for the Passover. 256,000 lambs were offered, and one lamb for every ten families. This is the Passover. And the throngs of people were there, and this throng of people that was there wanted to see Jesus. There was a group of them that came down to Bethany. They, they had heard the story. Jews came from all over the Mediterranean. And they'd heard the story of Lazarus being raised from the dead. They heard that Jesus was down at the house of Lazarus. So they go down to see Lazarus and to see Jesus. And in the throng of people that was there, because there were a lot of them wanting to see Jesus, and in that throng, they go up and they say to Philip, we want to see Jesus. We want an audience with Jesus. We want to talk to Jesus. We want to see Jesus. There were a lot of people that across the Mediterranean heard about the raising of Lazarus from the dead, the first man. They wanted to get that information, and they came. And so they came to talk to Jesus, and Jesus said, this troubles me. They've come to see but it's now time the Son of Man be lifted up. Now, this is just a few days before the crucifixion. Maybe this is Wednesday. And he's talking about his crucifixion. 
He had been going into Jerusalem and teaching and coming back to Bethany, going to Jerusalem. He had been there for the triumphal entry and back down. And he, he is here. The Greeks want to see him. And the voice, while the Greeks are there, the voice from heaven says, This is my son, and I am glorified. And I will be glorified again. And the Greeks heard thunder. Some of them said they heard the voice of an angel speaking to Jesus, but they heard thunder. Now, it seems that this was an audible voice that came, and it's interesting to see that. And, and I selected as my sermon today that uh, uh, I called it yada, 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 because I couldn't think of any other name for it, to be honest with you. And, 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 and yada, yada, yada is the word that Seinfeld uh, gave for when, when that inconsequential uh, information goes out, and he says, and... Uh, Wes will be ordained as a deacon next week, yada, 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 yada. Uh, the real thing is there'll be roast beef, yada, yada, yada. You know, that, that's yada, yada. In my day, it was blah, blah, blah. Y'all relate to that? that? That's what it was in my day. And, and I, I, I wanted to see that, and I wanted to see that uh, and, and share that message with you. It reminds me of a, of a young girl, second grade, who, who said to... Uh, her, her dad, and the dad told the preacher, in the second grade they came home, and uh, they came home from Sunday uh, church, and, and they sat down and they were having the preacher for Sunday dinner, which happens a lot, you know, and uh, they were talking about the sermon. <coughs> they were going through the sermon, and the second grader said, you know the thing about Brother Bell's sermon? It's yada, 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 love, yada, 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 love, Yada, 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 love. Yada, 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 love. Well, she was wrong. There's only three points. And, uh, you know, the, the, the important thing is that she got the point. It is yada, yada, yada. It is filler, but love. And if you get that out of any sermon, <coughs> if you get that out of any message, yeah, that's it. Yada, yada, yada. Love. Love God as your Redeemer. <coughs> Love God as your Messiah. Love God as the one coming back to claim you and take you to heaven. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, I, I, I think some people don't hear the voice of God because they're disconnected. <coughs> They're disconnected, thank you, they're disconnected from God, and uh, they can't hear an audible voice of God. And why are they disconnected? Well, <coughs> I don't know what did that. Jeff left something for me to drink. I think he left that, says, dear Mike, please, oh no. Uh, I, I think that uh, all of us in our homes and in our lives and in our situations, <coughs> we have a problem because we don't listen. As parents, we tell our kids to listen to us. 
But as parents, sometimes we don't listen to our kids. <coughs> we have this failure to listen. We need to listen to our fellow workers. We need to listen to our family. George Bernard Shaw in, in the uh, <coughs> play Joan of Arc. Started you doing it too, didn't I? Kayla, my favorite granddaughter. Thank you. Sharon did at one time, brought a cup in. I got choked. She brought it in, and I said, Honey, thank you. I forgot my part where I was. And she said, In conclusion. You notice I didn't ask Kayla what I, what. All right. I, I think the big thing is the failure to listen. And, 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 and we've got this problem all around us. And in the play George Bernard Shaw in uh, uh, St. Joan, Joan of Arc goes before King Charles. And King Charles says, I am so tired of you talking about the voices that you hear. You wear that armor and you want to lead my uh, armies. But where do you hear the voices? Why don't I hear the voices? And Joan of Arc said, you could hear the voices if you were silent and listened for them. You could hear the voices if you would listen, if you would go out and listen in the silence of the, of the meadow. Then you could hear the voices. I think the reason that we don't hear the voices is that we are so disconnected. The only way to connect to God is through a good prayer life. The only way to connect to the family is to listen and to share. Listen, listen. I think another reason that we are not hearing the voice of God is the fact that we are after our own pursuits. We, we, we hear the things that we want to hear. We're seeing the things that we want to see. There was an old farmer. And uh, he, he leaves Upton and he goes to the big city of Louisville. And in the big city of Louisville, he's going down the street with his grandson and all the noise going on. And, and, and he stops and he says, listen, listen. And the, the grandson says, listen at what? Listen at what? He said, you hear the cricket? He said, what do you mean, hear a cricket? And all the noise of traffic and people talking and walking on the street here, 4th Street, what do you mean here, a cricket? And with that, the farmer walks over to a building, and there in a tuft of grass growing out of the building, he takes a cricket, and he looks at the cricket, and he puts it back. And the little boy said, how, how, how could you hear that? How would you hear that cricket and all the noise? And Granddad reaches into his pocket and takes out a few coins. Everybody stops on the street they reach in their pocket to see if it was their coins that dropped they 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 look to see what was going on and granddad said people hear what they're trained to hear and I like that I I think that's great so I want to give you a test and you got to take the test it's no fun if you don't take the test all right uh what do you and all of you answer together Okay, Wayne, you can listen to Barbara. She'll help you. 
what do you call a tree that has acorns on it? What? Oak tree. What do, you, what do you call a funny story? Sometimes they're dirty. Okay, what's the tree? What's the funny story? What's the sound that a frog makes? Okay, the tree? Come on, all of you, let's go. The tree? The uh, sound of a, uh, uh, no, what was it? Uh, the funny story? I was just kidding. The, the uh, third is, uh, what's the sound a frog makes? What's the uh, white of an egg called? I thought it was the white of the egg. Yellow's yolk. You see, we're trained. And, 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 and we respond to that. And we respond to what we want to hear. And, and, and we assume and we jump in. And, and, and I know that was a trick on you. <coughs> but but, but we, we don't listen. And it, it, it just comes back so much to listening. I love the movie about Ray Charles. And when he was a little boy, seven years old, he became blind. And uh, in the movie, there's a scene, uh, his sharecropper house where his mom's there, and, and, and he comes running in the house, and he falls over a chair, and he's laying on the floor, and he starts calling for his mama. And she starts for him, and then she stops. And he lays there crying, Mama, Mama, Mama. And she stops, and then he stops. And then he hears a cricket on the floor. And then he hears the wind blowing in the corn. Then he hears the wagon that a team of horses, that the hooves are beating in the dirt, and he's hearing the creaks of the wagon as it comes down the road. He reaches out and he picks up the cricket and he holds it a second and he said, I see you, Mama, right there in front of me. And I think that is so great. And later on, Mama, or in that moment, Mama starts crying because always before she had responded to him. But the lesson there was so graphic and so beautiful. And later on, he said, I hear like you see. I wish you would hear like you see. But the important thing that I want to share with you today is, yeah, sometimes we're disconnected. Sometimes we're preoccupied. But the important thing to know is that God is speaking. And if you listen, you will hear him. On this one, I thought of so many different thoughts and so many different ideas that I might share with you. I became a minister while I was still in high school. I, I just had a burning desire that I wanted to be a minister. There was, there was no voice that came to me and said, Mike, you need to be a preacher. But I, I loved the ministry of the Lord and I loved serving people. And every, every time I would set a, a, a goal to become a school teacher, I was going to be a history teacher, civics teacher. Every, every time there was something, a roadblock that came up, 
I received a scholarship to the Louisville Bible College completely, room, board, everything. Unusual. I thought, God, are you really trying to tell me to be a preacher? Nobody in my family was preachers. My family didn't even go to church. And God brought me to that. And then one September afternoon on the steps of Louisville Bible College at 1708 South 3rd, this little dishwater blonde came walking over, and this guy said, I bet you a dollar I take her out before you do. I won the dollar, but I sure lost the bet. But there was the greatest preacher's wife that there ever was, bar any. And she was a great wife and a great instructor. And I, I know in her absence there are so many things that I, I, I noticed that she taught me that I didn't even know that she was teaching me. And she continued to teach me. God was there. And God never gave me an audible voice. It was a silent voice, an inward voice. It was a voice that says sometimes, Mike, you need to call somebody, or, or you need to send a note, or you need to stop by, and that person needs a visit or needs a contact. What is it that causes that? Is that a coincidence? Or is that the hand of God talking to you? And I'll be honest with you. There are times that I sit down in my prayer life and I say, God, I want this, 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 and this. Amen, good night, goodbye. And I don't stop to say, God, what do you want from me? And to listen. You see, I think it's important that we listen to God. And, 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 and if you want God to talk to you, you better be listening. <coughs> Some of you are only going to hear thunder. But if you want God to talk to you, you've got to be listening. <coughs> you remember in 2002, the uh, sniper. Now, who do you want me to tell? You remember the sniper? The sniper in Washington, D.C., 2002. He was shooting all these people. Uh, he was caught, and one of the guys that caught him was a, a, a man by the name of uh, of Lance, uh, Rod Lance, and Rod uh, heard about it, and he heard that it was a Chevy Caprice, he saw the Chevy Caprice, and he pulled in, and he and another guy blocked the shooter, the sniper, in, and uh, he wasn't able to escape, and he was captured, and uh, that, that's a great story, a great story. Rod Lance is from Ludlow, Kentucky. Two weeks before, he was listening on the CB and heard that the sniper was shooting. He asked other people on the CB to meet him at a certain rest stop in Pennsylvania. The truckers pulled in there, and when he got there, there was about 70 truckers. And they prayed that this man would be apprehended. Isn't it strange that two weeks later, Rob Lance was one of them that helped apprehend that guy. Is that a coincidence? Or was he hearing the voice of God? You see, I think that we as children of God 
don't listen to him. Just like children do not listen to parents, just like parents do not listen to children, just like spouses do not listen to each other. I think we're, we need to be a people of listening. And God speaks to us in silence. God speaks to us in the metal. God speaks to us in the wind. And we need to be listening to that. And you might just hear thunder, but you might hear the voice of God. Mother Teresa said these words, and I should have put them up, but I didn't. But I want you to listen to these words. We need to find God, and He cannot be found in the noise and in restlessness. God is the friend of silence. See how nature, trees, flowers, grass, thrive in silence. See the stars, the moon, the sun, how they move in silence. The more we receive in silent prayer, the more we can give in our active life. We need silence to be able to touch souls. And then she goes on to say, the essential thing is not what we say, but what God says to us and through us. The essential thing is not what we say, but what God says to us and through us. Brothers and sisters, do you hear thunder or do you hear the voice of God? Be still. Listen, no, I'm God. We're in too big of a hurry. We're always rushing. We always got something to say, and we don't listen. We don't listen. We don't listen. Listen to the voice of God and allow Him to speak through you and allow Him to speak to you. And when he speaks to you, the message flows and flows and flows. Go forth and listen to God and allow his word to flow through you. Shall we bow forward a prayer? <clears throat> Father, I want to thank you for the daily opportunity that I have to commune with you through prayer. And Father, I know sometimes that I don't listen to you like I ought to. So I pray that I will be more attentive to your word and to your guidance. I thank you for this church family that guides me and leads me. And Sometimes your word comes through them, Father, and I thank you for that. But I thank you for Jesus. In his name, amen.